On today's episode, I speak with M. Ducharme. M. has taken a decade of entrepreneurship experience and is using it to help others scale their business. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. I am very blessed and honored to have M. Ducharme here with me. And M., I don't want to butcher the introduction like I've already done once or twice before. <laughs> so why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about it? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, my name is Am. I'm a digital growth strategist and business scaling coach for experts who want to turn their knowledge uh, into passive income. So that's pretty much what I do. I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years. I've had multiple businesses, and now I have this uh, consulting businesses that involves different levels of uh, entrepreneurship. Very cool. I like that term, the digital growth strategist. I mean, there is a lot of strategy that needs to be involved in growing your digital presence. So uh, a lot of people just jump in there and wing it. And you know what, they, they end up, you know, two steps back rather than one step forward. So yeah, strategy is really important. Absolutely. Um, You mentioned that you've uh, had multiple businesses over the last decade. Uh, Tell us a little bit about some of those uh, businesses that you've helped grow over the years. Yeah. Um, I've, I've used to only have my own business. So I had a restaurant when I was 20 years old and when I opened it, uh, my mother got sick and diagnosed with cancer and she only got, um, a few months left to live. So I decided to get rid of the restaurant and go spend time with her and then go back to school. So they didn't help in fitness because obviously when, uh, when you're in a restaurant, you're not very healthy. <laughs> so um, my lifestyle was not the best, but um, I went back and I changed my life around completely and I took care of her until she passed. And when she passed, I started doing uh, digital marketing. So I was uh, selling ebooks on Instagram and I was uh, like helping my friends uh, be more visible using social media and stuff like that for many. And then I, I, I ended up growing like kind of a small boutique digital marketing agency and I, I made a good money for me anyway at 20 mm-hmm. years old was really good money yeah. so that allowed me to travel the world so I started traveling the world and I went back and studied in finance because I got offered a job as a broker for a very large corporation so then I started like raising money and doing business development and marketing consulting for really big companies that are very famous and startups and I really loved the startup space of businesses because there's so much things to, it's so exciting. It's just like, it's so exciting to, to do a startup. So I decided to start helping on my own and start my own business. But learning from everything that I've learned from corporate, I applied it to my framework into my own business to help people right now. So even people with really small ideas or really small desires, um, as I teach them how to build it with the right foundations so that if they decide to scale it as an actual real big business, they can do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I, first of all, I want to offer my condolences for your mother. I, I, this you. is We're actually recording on the uh, 12-year anniversary of my father passing. And oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. We, we go through these situations and they do shape you know, our journey a little bit. Yes, uh, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. My my dad was an entrepreneur as well. And so, you know, I take some of the things that he did. And I know you took some of the things that uh, your mom did. And I, I applaud you for, you know, understanding that that time was important and pivoting from the restaurant to uh, help take care of her. But obviously, the journey has been a good one because it's taken you to many different places. 
Yeah, no, I it, it really shaped me into the person that I was today. I would probably be an owner of a lot of restaurants and have a liver crisis or something. Um, so it, it was not a very healthy life. And that, that was my wake up call. Unfortunately, that was also uh, the end of my mother's life, but I see the positive and everything. So I see the positive in that situation as well. Yeah. And, and you, like you said, you pivoted to health and fitness and, uh, you know, it's amazing the the correlation between health and fitness and entrepreneurship because, you know, once you get your body right, it helps get your mind right as well. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, so you mentioned that you had uh, started traveling uh, quite a bit after that time period. How is it that you scale a business when you don't really have a home base? Actually, it was easy for me to to do that because you don't have to be anywhere to do it. it. It forced me to learn how to build my personal brand online. So for me, it was very, very important to be location independent when I started. Um, right now, I feel like building a life more than I was before. Before, I, I wanted to build uh, my experiences. I wanted to travel and live things and learn about cultures and learn different languages and make money at the same time. And now I feel like 10 years has passed since I've started doing that. And now I want a house. I want to have my dogs. I want to be able to see my family, have friends over, like have my walk-in closet full of clothes and not wear the same thing because there's only so much you can fit in a suitcase. So it changed, but it was easy for me. That That's also the reason why I started my business um, in that sense is because I could be from anywhere in the world. So I could be like in the Andrews, um by the beach and with my laptop and making money and working on my schedule. So that for me, that it was an easy no brainer decision. Okay. So you don't, you mentioned, uh, you know, you're kind of an expert at scaling businesses. So is that something that you just learned through trial and error or is that something that uh, you had any formal training on or how did that, how did you become an expert at scaling a business? Um, I became an expert when I realized that's what I was really good at. So I started um, as a strategist and business coach and that's still what I do today. But I realized with having a lot of clients in the past and like, like helping a lot of companies that what I was the best at is to get my clients featured into magazines, uh, to get my clients hire the best teams and, and have a company culture to have my clients turn their offers into ways that they make a lot more money than what they're making right now, but with the same freaking content. And I, I don't know why I'm good at that, but I'm actually a genius at what I do. And I don't know why it's just, it was, it's within me. It's like a gift that I have to be able to see opportunities in other people, businesses. So I decided to turn my gift into a business and that's what happened. That's awesome. I, I like that you recognize your uh, your strengths and you're leveraging it. And a lot of people can see their strengths, yeah. but they don't always leverage it. They just squander the That's gift. Confidence. Yeah. Confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you you started a restaurant at twenty. Um, how is it that you got into a restaurant? When did it, or how did you decide I'm going to start my own business and become an entrepreneur? Um, I did not actually. I, I was working at McDonald's when I was a teenager and I left McDonald's to go work in clubs uh, because in, in Montreal, you have to be 18. That's a legal age for drinking. So you can start working in a bar at that age. 
So I started working in a bar and I, I just like, I'm, I was making a lot of money and I was just piling my money because I come from very, very um, modest uh, upbringing. I never made a lot of money. My family was really poor. So I didn't know what to do with my money. I was just like putting it aside and I was working so much. I didn't have time to spend it. So when I had an opportunity, someone came to me and asked me um, if I wanted to uh, be part of a restaurant. It was opening. I said, yes. And that's when I realized like I love running a business because I, I was already a leader because I was a manager of the restaurant I was working at, but I didn't know that I wanted to own my business. It just kind of fell in my lap and I seized the opportunity. That's very cool. And part of that is part of being an entrepreneur is seizing that opportunity. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that you saw the opportunity and you went for it, even though it was something new for you. Yeah. Well, and it's obviously led to uh, a good thing for you now where you get to do what you want to do and yeah, um, enjoy for sure it's it's shaped me into the entrepreneur that I am today and it also gave me experiences in different industries and different uh it made me meet a lot of people like it 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 was all good even though it it didn't last long it was really for the better and then when I studied in finance uh, a lot of my clients from the restaurant became my clients in finances for investment so it was all like Everything made sense, even though it didn't make sense when everything happened. At the end, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, as, as Ed, Ed Milet likes to say, everything happens for you, not to you. So you take those things and yeah. you turn them into opportunities rather than uh, think that you're a victim of those circumstances. Yeah, totally agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, Zero to CEO, the, one of the things that you're currently working on. Yeah, so I, when I started uh, doing coaching at first, business coaching, I wanted to help new entrepreneurs. And I realized that new entrepreneurs don't have money to invest. They, 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 don't, they can't afford putting $5,000 on a course to learn one thing at the beginning of their journey. So I decided to launch a society uh, where I teach all the basics and it's a monthly uh, commitment. So it's not something that they have to get a loan for or like really get tight uh, like it's very affordable so I launched that so they can learn the basics and the foundations of entrepreneurship online so they can have a natural strong foundation and be able to build a business that's not gonna like wash away with the first cuts of wind so that that was my goal because I saw a lot of people they they're trying so hard and I, I was like ah oh, I want to help you, but you can't afford to work with me. How can I help those people to reach a, a point where they can't afford to work with, with me eventually? Mm-hmm. So that that was my reasoning behind it. And so far, it's been great. Yeah. So I've talked uh, with a business coach that, you know, he he kind of said the same thing. He's like, you know, the people that really need me can't afford me. And mm-hmm. so he's, you know, trying to think in his own way of, how to solve that problem. But I like the way that you've, that you've solved that problem is, uh, you know, having that online platform provides more scalability and it also uh, allows you to impact more people at a lower cost. Yeah, and, exactly. And then you can graduate those people into your, your next step. Right. Um, and that's yeah. the, 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 the shiny yeah, objects. Exactly. Yeah. Everything as a, uh, I, I see offers as a ladder. So you start at the bottom and then you climb it up. 
So then there's something else that goes after the, the society. And then after my mastermind, there's something else. So then this way they can stay in my energy. And like, if they like me, they can be with me forever, but at different level of investment. So they don't have to break the bank for it. Yeah, that's very cool. Very The, the vertical integration is is awesome. Who has been most influential on who you've become today? Um, I think... That's a really good question. My mother was for sure, and and like in a negative way, in a sense that my mother was really scared of everything. She was never going out of her comfort zone. She was so shy. She would never ask questions. She never wanted to bother anyone. And she raised me to be that way as well, which obviously changed now. But like she turned me into an introvert, like scared of living. And, and one day I was like, no, I don't want to live in a castle I don't want to stay home every day because I'm scared of going to the restaurant and living my life so when she passed I realized that there's more to life than just working and going home and sleep so I that influenced me a lot I wish she was still here today because I would change her as well I would like (laughs) see there's like so many beautiful things in the world she had never left the city where she was raised Mm -hmm. so I wish she could like travel with me and and see new things and understand that it's not that scary when you leave the house but that was very influential for sure for me yeah and you've you've kind of taken that mindset and done the complete opposite where you you mentioned you now have traveled to 43 different countries and yeah definitely getting those life experiences I did it I I walk my talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, that's uh, kind of leads into, you know, you want to lead with an authentic message. Uh, you you yeah. talked about uh, before we started recording how, you know, fake some of the digital marketing is nowadays. Uh, and you want yeah. to lead with that authentic message. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really get bothered when I see people that have no credential and they have no expertise and they're selling empty promises because that's what's going on a lot online. And that's really what I want to make sure like I'm, I do everything my way and I don't follow anyone's um, fake funnel to, to do things. So for me, it was really important to stay true to myself, but to also teach people that it's not, there's not just one way of doing things and there's more to it. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a million different ways to um, do really anything. Uh, Obviously you want to find the thing that's most authentic to you and the most uh, relatable to what you're doing and what you are trying to accomplish. Yeah, totally. So I definitely applaud you for, uh, trying to weed out the, you know, the more fake side of things and try and live in, you know, the more authentic way because that's what the world really needs. And people see through that now. They can yeah, see through the do. fake things. They, 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 they can smell it when someone was lying to their face. I just uh, had a life and people were asking me, like, how oh, do you know when a mentor is actually full of shit? And I... <laughs> So, like, normally they try to get your attention away from what they do. So you don't, you only see, like, what's shining around them. And you don't actually see them. You don't see this, like, what are they offering? You don't see it because you're blinded because you see the private jet and the Lamborghini and the checks in the Lamborghini and the pile of money. And you're like, oh, that's what I want. But you're actually buying nothing. You're investing into empty promises. 
So that's that's my mission, I think, right now, at least for the time being, is to show people that that's not how it works, but there's a way to make it work. Yeah, I, I appreciate that that is your mission, uh, at least for now. And you know what? That's not something I think that people talk about enough. It's, you know, well, you need to go find a mentor. You need to find a mentor. But how do you know you're picking the right mentor? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you you went through this process of owning a restaurant, you kind of, you know, stumbled upon it. Um, and then you started your own businesses from there. What would you say has been your biggest failure in that and in the entrepreneurship journey? And what have you learned from it? You my my biggest, what? Sorry, you cut off. Your, your biggest failure in okay, entrepreneurship. My biggest failure. Um, I think, well, it depends how you see failure because I don't really see anything as a failure. I always see it as lessons. Like for me, opening a restaurant and putting all the money that I've had worked so hard for and then ended up not pursuing that dream was a failure. But at the same time, it was a decision and it was what I wanted to do. So I followed my God. Um, a few, a couple of businesses that I've built to multi-six figures uh, had partners and my partner stole my money it happened twice in a row and I was very very frustrating and that's the reason why I decided to have the find the confidence within me to open my own business because I have always thought I needed someone to be with me otherwise I wouldn't have the time or the expertise to launch my own business and actually I I make more money now that I'm by myself and it's by my own rules and it's on my own time so there's no one that's not putting in the same amount of work than me and my business because I'm alone and I have employees now. So I think a few failures would just be around like not trusting myself to be able to do it alone. And I wish I would have had the guts to do it by myself before like waiting for the perfect partner to come in and then steal my money. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. And I, I appreciate that you see those failures as opportunities rather than actual failures. But I mean, we all experience a, a, a failure in the traditional sense of the word um, through entrepreneurship, but yeah. they really are opportunities. If you make them opportunities, they're not, they're not. Yeah, they, it's true. It's everything is something you learn from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you take it as an opportunity, it will be an opportunity. If you take it as a failure, it will be a failure. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, but I love I love how you mentioned that um, you said you probably your biggest failure was the fact that you didn't trust yourself enough to do it on your mm -hmm. own, which is awesome because I think a lot of people relate to that. A lot of people think, oh, I need this person or I need sure, this. Yeah. Start before you're ready, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. So I, I appreciate that. Um but I want I want to ask you since it is the hustle of the day podcast. How do you personally define the word hustle? Uh, I love gangster hip hop, so for me, <laughs> so for me, hustling is like reaching your goals and like going for what you want and just like never to never stop before you go and get it. So that's like for me, that's that's what it means. Um, there's a lot of shame around the word hustle that I hear nowadays. Like you don't have to hustle to make money, but why are you, why would hustle be a bad thing? Like if that person is really motivated, like I'm an entrepreneur, I'm not a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. My, the reason why I do what I do is because I want to change the world. Like my mission 
is bigger than me. It's bigger than anything else. So for me to hustle and to make sure that every day I'm reaching closer to all of my goals is what's dr- is driving me to get there. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. That's totally okay. It wouldn't make sense otherwise. But I don't think there's a shame in, in being very passionate about your goals. And being an entrepreneur requires sacrifices and requires you to hustle. So I think hustle is a good term. I love it. Yeah, I personally, I obviously really like the term, um, or else I wouldn't have, you know. But everybody has a different uh, definition of it. So um, I love that you talk about keep going. I mean, thinking about uh, your experience where you had two different businesses with partners where they stole money from you. A lot of people would take that and say, this isn't for me. And yeah this isn't, you know, the right way of things and they'd let be bitter about it and just never advance themselves after that point. So I like that Mm -hmm. you're still going, you're still going after your goals, even in the face of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I I appreciate that, uh, you know, you're doing it by example, not just by words. Yeah. I walk my talk. I told you. Yep. Goes back to that authentic message. Um, So what's something that somebody starting a business today should be doing every day to help advance Um, their business? What I noticed that people were doing wrong when it comes to building businesses or entrepreneurship is that they don't put their mindset first their inner game first. So you're going to have all the money in the world to invest. You can have all the knowledge and expertise and experience and network. But if you don't feel successful within you, you're never going to be successful in real life. Yet you need to work on your mindset. That should be your priority every day. If your mindset and your confidence is not built, and if you don't feel worth it of success, you're never going to be successful. Even though you have all the tools, you need to focus on your mindset first. Absolutely. So I, I completely agree with you, but uh, is there anything, any tips or tricks you have to help somebody who doesn't necessarily feel in the right mindset to help get themselves in that right right mindset? Yeah, well, I do something with my clients. I call it an emotional toolbox. So um, they have exercises to pick from whenever they don't feel motivated or disciplined. They have to go in the emotional toolbox and then choose something to do to kind of like shift their mindset around. So one of the things that I like the most, obviously, is very popular, but it's journaling. So I make them choose 10 dreams that they will like make work in their life. So every day they have to write down the 10 dreams that um, that they want to achieve in their lives, just so they're reminded um, to about the dreams. And then they write how, like, what steps are they going to take today to reach those dreams? That's one exercise. Uh, second exercise would probably be uh, affirmations, like to embody whatever you want to be before you are it. So um, if you're not a, like you're not a millionaire, but you want to be a millionaire business owner then every day when you start your day you think to yourself like what would my seven figure self would choose to do today like lead your life as if you're already gaining everything that you want out of it and then you're going to see it becoming a reality because it's true that your brain doesn't make the difference between what's real and what's not so if you keep thinking about something being real even though it's not real it's going to become real because your brain doesn't know it's not real so you just need to 
Like that's, that's kind of what they wanted to mean by fake it until you make it. Not in a sense of like fooling people, but in a sense of fooling your brain. Right. Absolutely. And you know, the great thing about that is, you know, you talk about the business owners that don't have the money to, uh, you know, get the coaching help that they might need, but it costs zero dollars to think like a millionaire. So you, yeah, if you have that, true. if you have that mindset, uh, you can really help uh, overcome some of those obstacles because you're, you're thinking in a higher pattern, a higher uh, cause rather than just your present circumstances. Very true. Yeah. So you do um, individual coaching now. Uh, one thing that I've talked with uh, some coaches before, it seems like it's got to be the most fulfilling job ever to be able to help people overcome these obstacles and their mindset. Yes. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Well, when you see the click in their face, when you mm -hmm. see someone like, oh, that's what. When you like get, you become a mirror for them, and then you're like, this is what's been stopping your entire life, and then they're like, oh, that's what happened. Like everybody needs a mirror. I, I swear to God, that's so powerful. So when you get to be a mirror for someone, it's very rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. I, I imagine so. Um, obviously, you can't speak to necessarily specific uh, people, but what would you say has been the most rewarding instance of helping somebody with their business or with their mindset that you could speak to? Oh, there's so many, but um, mainly when I, I meet people that have potential that's unreal, but they don't believe in themselves and I help them believe in themselves. And then they finally find their calling because a lot of my clients come to me, they're, they're already successful. That's, that's what my niche is people, but there's something missing. Uh, there's something, there's no fulfillment. They, they know they're on the right track, but they're not there yet. They don't know what's their mission. And then I help them uncover that and I help them really like find exactly what, what lights them up. Like it's for me because I've been there. I've tried so many things before I got to exactly, oh my God, this is it. That's for me. That's what I'm meant for. So when I help someone getting to that feeling, that's my, my best gift. That's my most rewarding. Uh, yeah. I imagine that to be extremely rewarding uh, to get to that point with people and just like you said, have it click for them, uh, just to have it all yeah. figured out. So what what uh, do you have planned for the future with this uh, platform that you've already established? Um, well, 2020 is going to look like a book because I got offered a book deal. I'm going to okay. start speaking on stages, which is cool. going out of my comfort zone because when I was a teenager, I would pee myself when it was time to talk in front of the class. Mm -hmm. So I hope I don't pee myself. <laughs> um and uh, just like continuing to build this empire, helping more people, um, invest, uh, investing in extending my reach so I can impact more people. That's like I'm on, I'm on uh, the right track. I'm just expanding my horizon a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you can impact more people uh, by, like you said, doing those speaking gigs, by a, a book and, you know, just kind of scaling for the lack of a better term, but you know, scaling your reach. And so that's, that's fantastic that you've got the plan in, in place and you know, you've got your mission dialed in and what you're trying to accomplish. A, a lot of people don't have that 
mission or that idea that they want or that goal that they want. And so it's kind of like they're just treading water, trying to find something. But Mm -hmm. you're kind of proof of if you have that goal, you have that intention and you don't accept any other answer, then yes, you're going to accomplish it. Yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah, and I I believe you definitely are going to accomplish all your goals uh, uh, throughout 2020 and beyond. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, so now this is, we talked a little bit about the business side, but um, what's something that excites you about the future, uh, um, both personally and business wise? Um. Whew, well. I've always said that I wanted to be a self-made millionaire and I've always came close and then I kind of sabotaged it or someone else did, but I let it happen. So it's always my fault. I find. So I really want in 2022 to be able to say that I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm very close to that goal right now. So it's exciting for me. Um, I also want to be able to invest in my future because I've always lived uh, day by day because when my mom died I didn't believe in building a future anymore because because of what happened mm-hmm. and now I decided that this this gets to be different for me I don't need to die super young I can buy a house I can um, have plans for the future so um, that's what I'm focusing on I'm also investing in my family's um, my little brother's businesses ideas so oh, cool. I can help them become entrepreneurs as well and I'm really, really proud of being able to do that and help them uh, be more fi- financially savvy, but also build the life they, they've always dreamed about. Yeah, that's very cool that there's a, a generational thing that you're, you know, your mom didn't have that mindset, but you're now instilling that in your brothers yeah. to be able to build something, which is really cool. And then they can instill it in the next generation and whatnot, and so on and so forth. So yeah, definitely... It's a legacy. Yeah, you're creating a legacy for sure. You're you're reaching beyond, you know, just those uh, clients that you're helping already, but creating a uh, generational change as well. I agree with that. I love it. Yeah, very cool. I definitely admire that. Um, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. Like you mentioned, you're doing back-to-back podcasts just like I'm doing today as well. <laughs> Uh, we're on fire. We're hustling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to trying to keep that hustle. Uh, but I want to give you some time to you know talk about where people can find you, find information about you, and then also, um, you know, any shout outs that you want to give to anybody out there. Yeah. Well, um, I have everything. All my free things. Like I built a free quiz. What type of CEO are you? That's really cool. A personality quiz where people can learn uh, more about their strengths and weaknesses. And that's been very helpful for a lot of my clients. Apparently it's pretty spot on, but we spend a lot of time researching it. So I'm happy that it works out for people. So uh, you can find my social media accounts and uh, everything else on zero to co.co. It's not dot com, it's dot co. Okay. And I'll make sure to include a, a link in the description of the podcast uh, to that you. as well. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Well, I appreciate the time that you've given me. And, you know, like I said, I want to be aware of your time and not take too much of it. But um, I want to thank you for uh, the value that you've provided to the audience. I know I've gotten value out of it. So I know that they've um. gotten value out of it. So. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. No problem. And uh, to anybody who's listening, I want to remind you to get out there and hustle the day.
Thanks for listening to the Hustle of the Day podcast all the way through. I really appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I help small businesses with their online strategy. So if you or anyone that you know needs help with their online strategy and owns a small business, I'm your guy. Go ahead and connect with me at Trent V. Bray on Instagram or Trent V. Bray 